This is Chrome Bills, by the way. Chrome Bills. And we're drunk. Chrome Bills, y'all. It's Chrome Bills, y'all. It's Chrome Bills, y'all. We built it from the ground floor. Pound for pound as we found a crowdsource. Now you hear a loud roar and a downpour of A.O. from the south. SoundCloud, iTunes, wherever you go. Subscribe and leave a comment. Be a friend of the show. Seize Mike, Steve, Bill, ZK, Chromosome. Want a Chrome Bill shirt? Pay Alice the dough. The intro and the interlude's new. There's something huge in the interview. Who are you? Who are you? True. We'll see through like an x-ray. I pass it to C's with a fabricated segue. So press play and let us send the energy. Throughout the potosphere to all our friends and enemies. Eventually we gotta let it go viral Be sure to stay tuned for the episode title This is that time where I make a quick joke And write a quick note So it ends up on a clip show Yo, that shit's dope ah, Making each F better than the last show Either way I'm staring at Steve's cat's show call. If this is a road trip, let me hold you down Make that trip from NYC to Chrome Bill South It's Chrome Bill Shaw It's Chrome Bill Shaw It's Chrome Bill Shaw it's Chrome Bills, y'all. It's Chrome Bills, y'all. It's Chrome Bills, you must must want to wanna be in the in again in this book of what records is the dumbest motherfucker, 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 motherfucker alive. Nice, nice. All right, we're back and we're on, ladies and gentlemen. This is Chrome Bills. My man's live streaming. He's he's uh he just tweeted us. Nice. This is Chrome Bills episode 155, continuing. The saga continues. Seize uh, Mike's is on administrative leave. We'll be returning very shortly. In the meantime, in we're having meantime. the friends of the show and the crew come through. And I believe this is another person showing up for an unprecedented third time, getting that varsity jacket, that Chrome Bills varsity hoodie. The one and only Big Slop. How you doing, man? What's good? Doing real well. Who are you? Nice. New beverages. You got to speak you much louder. All right, you ever had a heavy seas powder monkey before? Heavy seas? Pow- powder monkey. I don't know what that is, but I'm about to try it. How do they I've describe had... that beer? Uh, I'm surprised well, they describe it as. It's named for the young sailors who hefted gunpowder to the cannon aboard ships. This traditional English-style pale ale is charged with earthy hops and firm malt character. Mm. 4.8% alcohol. That's what I got. What was the percentage on that? 4.8. 4. 4. 4.8. 4. Oh, 4.8. I thought I heard there was like a little skip in the stream, and I thought I heard 48%. I was Woo! like, damn. The boys tore up. <laughs> Get it in. <laughs> we don't mess around over here. Shout outs to our boy Heavy Seas on paternity leave. Heavy Seas bikes. <laughs> I'm trying to get my uh, streaming game right. I'm trying to watch this game while chat with you guys. Okay. I have no idea who's playing right now. Celtics and the Bucks. Okay. You got a dog in the fight? Ah, uh, nah, but I got a dog right here though. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Chilling. Chilling hard. Yeah, no dog in this fight, though. No, I feel like this is shaking up. There's like two really good series on each side of the bracket, and then I couldn't even tell you who's in the other series, right? We got that Warriors-Rocket series is crazy, and yep. then this, 
this Bucks Celtics series is crazy just because the Celtics are coming in as like a favorite as the four seed. Sixers, yeah. especially after winning game one. I mean, we're this will post next week, so it'll probably be three games into the series at that point. But mm-hmm. yeah, we're looking at it where the Celts went in and just melted it in game one, like with a pretty convincing, you know, knock them out the parks, come into your spot, right? And I uh, put my foot down type of win. Yep. Um, yeah, Bucks are up right now by like sixteen. But look, let's let's get down to business because I got some things I want to talk about with you guys. Please, is nice. this, this going to be a fact checking episode? No, nah, just some things I took some notes on. You okay, know, I like to do my research. All right, um, be ready for these things. You know, as a, as a third timer, you know, you got to If you're a veteran, you have you pull veteran moves. I think oh, so. I have point. no I have no opposition. How do you... Does anybody know without googling what Roman numeral episode one fifty five would be? Ooh, motherfucker. Uh, VV, but I don't know how. Actually, isn't it a weird thing where you get to 200 and start subtracting shit out? Uh, Romans are always crazy. Like I, I did have to Google it today. Um, do you want me to tell you? you yeah, please tell us. Yeah, Can no, I go I, CVV I, first? Oh, you were so close. CLV. CLV. Oh, dope. that's right. L. Man, the L right. is the 50. Uh, the only time I'll take an L is on episode 50. One fifty one, fifty two, fifty three, fifty four, fifty five. I mean, you know, the whole that whole thing. You probably take it out. That's a good point. Thank you, thank you. I make a lot of. I spit lyrics on point. And I make good points too. Um. All right. Next thing I want to talk about. Are you ready? Yes. So you guys made a joke in the last uh, episode you just released with Moses Rockwell. Shout uh, you out. You guys made a joke Who about uh, the Death Squad, the Death Squad album. El think, Nino. Uh, Tuck brought it up. Some of the brothers are Spanish. Like What's that? That was on the no. promo. One of the guys yelled out and goes, some of those brothers are Spanish. <laughs> like explaining why the name was called El Nino, but go on. El Nino, which stands for the Nino. Um, <laughs> so a couple things. I too saw the tour. I, I went to that tour. It was gully as fuck. Me Where was this? What venue is this? Dude, somewhere in D.C., man. In like, and not the nicest part of D.C. back before. Capital Ballroom back then, probably? The Capitol Ballroom have some like monstrous speakers. I mean, like twenty feet high. Like I remember, they stood on top of the speakers, and I thought it was like the craziest thing I'd ever seen. Was Ghostface at this show? No, nah, it was uh, DMX, Death Squad, and I want to say maybe the Locks. Wow. Or like who? But who else? They were promoting somebody else. It wasn't Jamal. Anyway, I went to that show. I feel like it was Jamal in a weird way. No, I feel like Jamal, Jamal was, was on before that. then. He was before that. But I think he was still on the tour. He was, and he was on the record because I went back and, and scoped the scene today because I had some points I wanted to make about the record. So, um, but the tour was dope. The album had its moments. I felt like one of you guys, Chuck, might have shit all over the album. It, it had its moments if you, you know, if you were into the Death Squad. Well, no. To be fair, I said to Moses, I said the and Steve, I said the fact that neither of you remember the record. Yeah shows kind of where it landed i actually like the record but i'm like you know me i'm a fucking red man apologist like right he does he does nothing wrong um it's it's less memorable than the blackout i think we can agree on either blackout there might be three blackouts by now but like it's less memorable than any of the blackouts but i didn't mean to shit on it but go on right no no no. that was it that was it i wanted to say a great red man verse is uh say word he crushed that verse that's one of my favorite red man verses of all time so how does that one go this one right here. I'm not remembering this right away. Ah, oh, this penmanship runs concurrent with lightning rods. Let's get like 30 seconds of this. 
I feel like before yeah. we won't get sued for this one. Is he round first? No, I want to say he's either the second or the third person. He's definitely not the first. Sounds like Murray's going first. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Keith Murray does his lyrical miracle. Cab Confessions. Whoa. 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 I'm sorry, but that line did not age well. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's kind of a crazy line. Does anybody understand that rhyme? Well, here's the thing. Obviously, 101.9 played some soft rock shit. So I would have to guess. I would have to assume. I mean, I don't know what that was, but I assume that, I mean, that reference made sense. I'm sorry, but 18 years after the record dropped or whatever it is, <laughs> She should have thought about no before she smoked my dime up. Is just not gonna fly in today's world. Oh, well, scratch, scratch out the part where two minutes ago I said. I know it's all done in the realm of shit talking. Then, but mm-hmm. Oof. Mm-hmm. Oof. <laughs> that's a tough one. Uh, um, well, I wanted to point out one other thing too that. Uh, I enjoyed when I was going through that record and why we're talking about this record for so long I apologize but the uh, first and only least reference to Chris Webber and the Wizards that I could think of he Eric Sermon says I'm quite clever I'm a whiz like Chris Webber not a great line but he might even say I'm a wizard on the mic no nah, only Chris Webber I think he just says I'm a wizard like Chris Webber I don't even think he said on the mic <laughs> I could be wrong but it's the first it's the first line of one of the songs I feel yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's yeah. like track it's four first. First line in song one. Good memory. This was the single I remember. Full cooperation yeah. was a single, right? Oh man, I hated. I, I really hated on these style beats when when they came out. You know, anything that has that little. Yeah. I'm like, nah. nah I'm gonna turn that off. You're saying it was not that song? Nah, it was checking me out. Checking me out, okay. Checking me out. I like where this is going. Oh, this song, if I gotta go out, I'm going yeah. out the full metal jacket style. Yeah. Hell yeah, this song banging. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Let them know, Red. Yeah. Oh shit! I don't know what that little noise is, but that shit is hype. Hey. That is crazy. Dude, he's the man. I'm about yeah, to add that sorry. to the 2019 rap playlist for Chuck. Nah, well, well, speaking of it, <laughs> that's a shot, by the way. Did you guys know that uh, Eric Sermon just put out a record in 2019? Yeah, what is it called? It has an owl on the front of it? Vernia. I guess my guess is the last song is called that. It's about his grandmother. So my guess is that was his grandmother. Okay. She's the wise old owl. Yeah. 
Okay. And there was, and I wanted to ask you guys. He did a song mm. with a concept I hadn't heard before, and I actually at the end I was like, "That's a pretty dope concept." It's uh, it's called Cabinet. It's about how if he was the hip hop president, like I, who his cabinet members would be. So I heard it. Who, like, I heard it. Secretary of Defense. All that. I don't know. I thought it was a cool concept. I didn't know if it had been done before. Had you guys ever heard anything like that before? Mm, I mean, Farside had had if I were president, right? Right. Well, they was the cabinet in the song. No, I mean, I no, not specifically a cabinet. See, I just thought it was kind of dope concept. Who was treasurer? Was it Wu Tang Financial? Was it, um, was the Jizza? No, I can't remember who the treasurer. It was like Diddy or it was like Diddy or something. It was Diddy. It was Diddy. It was yeah, Diddy. Fifties, uh, the Secretary Diddy. of Defense. I think he, who, Chuck D. No, Fifty Cent was the Secretary of Defense. Oh, then what was Chuck D? Homeland Security. Chuck D might have been Homeland Security. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it was dope. That's cool. Um, I've been meaning to check it actually because I've seen people talk positive about it and. There's I want to like there's it. An, there's, a, an right apath- there's an apathy. There's an apathy production on there. Yeah, he did the he did the title track about uh, his grandmother. That's pretty cool. Shout out to apathy, uh-huh. man. Doing big things this year. It was a sample that we've heard before. Um, All right, let's. It's let's been used a couple times. Before. Let's let's guess it. Yeah, you know the guitar. I know, I know it's Joe Pass. A time for us is now. Oh, he's snitching. Ooh, a time for us is now. Yeah, that's a that's a good. Oh song. yeah, who else used that? The time for us. Oh, that was Apollo Brown used that shit too. For the intro to the reset. The time I feel like for the us is now. The first person to use it was um, maybe Quasimodo or Madlib or something used that shit first. Hit that yeah. real quick and see if I'm right. Apollo Brown, the reset. Actually, that might be the wrong album. Fucking, I'm gonna end up trying to chase Apollo Brown intros. Uh, He's got 25 fucking records. He's got a lot. Okay, we'll start with with what you think is the obvious one. Oh, Ooh! not bad. <laughs> Man, that was a good. Wow, bringing the heat. That was a crazy pull. Damn. Fabricated segues. I feel like a good portion of the show is just dedicated to old men losing their memories and being excited when they remember things. That was the highest pitched noise that's ever come out of my chesty voice. Was right then I was like, "Woo!" <laughs> Burnt my toe. Water's a little hot tonight. You know, like old married couples, like really the only thing that gets them excited is like winning an argument with their spouse. About when something was, or like it was in May. I told you it was in September. Yeah, Stevie May, Nicks. Sang, it was Stevie Nicks who sang on that song. And you're like, nobody cares. <laughs> My man is adjusting his his settings here. All right, nice. Yeah, I went with uh, yeah, I did. Straight up and down. Yep, I got I got it really jerry rigged over here, but you know what? It's working. Yeah, we're good. It's working. It's working. Um. Anderson Pack, what are your guys' thoughts on him? I think he's universally loved. Yes. I never met anybody who didn't like Anderson Pack. But what to do, be but honest, what do you think that sounds like that you, that's not what you think, though. Oh no, I I respect that guy. I once I saw him uh, get on like a drum set and just completely wreck shit, right while singing or rapping. I'm like, this guy's he's amazing. Yeah, because you don't really know the level of talent that. You know, that guy brings to the table. And then you start thinking that he's on everybody else's albums, giving them hit songs, right? Oh, everybody's like, can you give a hit factory, man? 
Dude, you can rattle off so many joints he's done even in the last like three years. Like from memory, he's got one of the hottest joints on the West Side Gun. Yep. Joint. He's got uh the Talib Traveling Light joint. Fire. Yeah. Right? I feel like he's on the intro of the schoolboy Q joint. The that uh, uh, I, I'm probably missing hundreds right now. These are just coming straight the, from memory. The Mac Miller joint was crazy. Oh, Mac Miller. Yeah. Oh, the Mac Miller joint was crazy. The yeah. I, I can't keep on losing you. Shit is. Yep. I mean, that was like a top ten record. That's like a wedding song. Ragsby bringing that shit. Yeah, they went to. Uh, <laughs> I saw him live. He ends his set with that. Does he really? Yeah. Oh, smart move. It, it, you are correct. That's a smart. Now, move. now, Andy, correct me. Was it you telling me personally the story about him being Wax's drummer? Or was that on the Chrome Bills? Yeah, Bill? no, no, that, that was me. So he... Was that on the Chrome Bills, though, or did you just tell me that? Uh, it's all blur. It's all no, blending together. Go back to my two prior appearances and scope the scene, and I'm not sure, but... <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't know. It might have been when I came up, uh, whenever that was, like September, October. But, I mean, it's a dope story. I'll tell it again. Please do. Fact, it's got a new end to it. You want to hear the new end? Yep. <laughs> so basically, I want to say like maybe 2013, Wax and Watsky were on a tour. Um, and yeah, back then he went by Breezy Lovejoy. Yeah. And he was the drummer. And Wax is introducing the band. And I remember he's like, yeah, and the drummer's Breezy makes some noise. He's like, yeah, I mean, he's a beast. But the real reason that I brought him was so when he wins a Grammy, he shouts me out. And the crazy thing is he won a Grammy last year. So that's kind of a... Did he give him a I, shout out I, though? Did I he get waxed up and told him that he was like, "Damn, did I really say that?" I'm like, "Man, why would I make that up?" And he's like, "That's crazy." Is he on a Milo record? He is. Is he? He's on a Milo record, a Toothpaste Suburb. Look at that. That's fucking crazy. He's on a John Wayne record. What John Wayne record is he on? Uh, I don't know. Anything. John Wayne is retired. Well, it's called Greenlight. It looks, it appears to be an EP. That's such a John Wayne drum. This is such a John Wayne song right here. <laughs> this is Chrome Bills, episode 154. One more time. With Big Slot. 155. 155. Episode, My bad. My bad. 155. CLV, CLV. Episode CLV. With Anderson Pack. While you've been lining up these lines, I've been lining up these planets. Like All right. God damn. That song sounds kind of nice, though. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I'm going to mention notes to check that out. <laughs> Well, so, I was bringing it up because I knew that you guys had mentioned it the other uh, couple episodes ago, but I didn't know if you guys had heard the Andre verse on his new record. Nope. Yeah, so I was going to say that the I've stayed with him for... So Malibu, the year it came out, which now feels like it was 16, but maybe it was 17. 16. It was 16. Was, was by far the record of the summer, if not the record of the whole year for me, but definitely the record of the summer. Yeah. Like that shit was fire, and I loved it. And then... I feel like every record that's come out after that, you have to measure it against it, which is just a, a problem when people drop a fucking amazing, I'm going to put debut in quotes, right? In air quotes, an amazing debut, because as we know, there's all the breezy Lovejoy stuff leading up to it. Yeah. But it was still like a, a put you on the spot record. I have not admittedly listened to the newest of the new, the joint that dropped like a month ago, which is the, fuck, help me out. It's not Oxnard. Ventura. It's the one after. Ventura. Ventura. I haven't listened to that much, but when I did listen to it, it's the first track. It's the intro track with the Andre verse that's yeah. crazy insane dude I didn't even realize this album was out I'm still looking at Oxnard as the new record <laughs> well I mean Ventura just so you know is I mean pretty much the R&B record I mean he's got okay. one rapping verse on I mean the vibe is killer I mean it's a great 
great record. I mean, there's not a song you skip, but I mean, if you're not in the R&B mood, then okay. you know, just be aware. Who opens the Andre versus Insane. I wouldn't play this, though. I would stay away oh, from playing it. Yeah. We're going to get trouble for and, that. And, okay. and just for the sample nerds, they, whatever they sampled is the same song that Action Bronson and Chance sampled for that song they had a couple years ago. That's a good point. What? It took me a minute to. Why are you always all on my back? Yeah, Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mm. they flipped the sample a little different, but it's the same one. Okay. The joint on there, it's actually the lead single, is uh, the Alchemist beat, which is. uh, See if you could let me find the song and then you could probably play like. King James? No, it's not King James. It's uh, Smokey Robinson. Yeah, what's the name of that? Yeah, make it better. Make it better is the Alchemist. We play the first like five seconds of that. Make it better is oh. the song you play. It's <laughs> already fire. How do you mean when... Oh, man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This is not what I expect from Alchemist, but I like I like it. Yo, Sm- Smokey Robinson's on the track, too. I mean, Alchemist. Alchemist Ooh, I mean, he's always going like back Crisp. That's... Cr- that's crazy that Alchemist made that shit. That's crazy. All right, Kilda, you're making me nervous. All right. You're making me nervous. You're making me nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the people need to hear this app. We can't, exactly, we can't have CLV. Yeah. Clive, 155 episode, Clive. <laughs> Clive. <laughs> Clive um, in the place. Clive Drexler. Clive Davis. <laughs> uh, we would, I, I always feel like Slop's one of the people that's like, definitely the spirit of the show and i don't mean in terms of like things we created in I terms agree. of what we were trying to do i agree in in that keeping up with all the new music right because there's there's so much stuff that comes out across all genres that at times keeping up with with hip-hop can be to, to steve's point of not even knowing the ventura record was out right you can be checking shit left and right and be missing things i feel yeah. like you're always someone who's like yo did you hear this did you hear that did you hear this so give me you know four other joints that the last just the last couple months like what's in the rolodex i know you got the gym playlists on spotify with just the banger 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 i follow those roll through it on on shuffle and shit like that but you i feel like you're also always digging something new um i mean i'm not sure this is definitely like my wheelhouse i don't necessarily love all of it but billy dance from mop just put out a six song ep and there's two (laughs) joints on there that just crush Ooh. Uh, the first the first song is called He I and they sampled uh, is it Super Freak or is it the other joint that says she's alright yeah yeah she's, she's alright that sounds and like he, a little fan beat right there yeah it might, you know what Let me is that the feature you know he's on one no right? he's on the next one <clears throat> um, no uh, E Mer- which record is Styles P on G Wiz produced that Shout out to G Wiz. Who are yeah, you? Anyway, that's one of the joints. Um, the new Smith and Wesson is dope, but you guys already know that. Yeah, I like that. Uh, you know what? I haven't gone back to it as much as that is definitely a record where I poached like the three best songs and put them on in, like a yep. little shuffle list of my own. Yep. And then I haven't gone back to it outside of that. Agreed. Yeah. But there's definitely some heat on there for sure. Um, I played one on the radio, but cut it off before the Rick Ross verse. Who one. are you? Oh. Been shitting so on Rick Ross since episode oh, one. Sorry, Chrome sorry, Bills. shut up. This other group, and if you guys know them, I'm kind of <laughs> angry that you haven't told me about them because it's crazy. Um, you guys ever heard of Sons of Berserk? Son of Berserk? That's old shit. That's real a, old. Yeah, that's Public like, Enemy spin. That's a Public yeah. Enemy child of Public Enemy. Yeah. Yeah, it's 
crazy. I didn't. My buddy that I play, uh, I did a gig with another band, and he was giving me a ride home, and he flipped it, and I was just like, "Is this what?" Is, I just never heard of it. I mean, it, it sounds just like Public Enemy, right? But I didn't even know it's it like the psycho realm of Public Enemy. How come I can't spell Berserk? Oh, B. Because they spell with an A. Okay. Berserk. Berserk. Yeah, yeah. What's the one that was the? I think change the style might have been the first one he played for me. Okay. I don't know. I wasn't even aware of it. I mean, this is old. This is like what? Like 92? Dude, I think it was like 89. 91. No, 91. No, maybe it was one for the Rebel. This. I mean, Jesus, that. <laughs> right? <laughs> this is. I mean, yeah. I just wasn't they got the, They got their label. They got a label deal, and they're like, we're going to put out Son of Berserk. And what was the other one? Uh, original flavor or whatever. Not All original. Right, so you were hip to them. I, I wasn't even hip to them. Why am I saying original flavor? It's not original flavor. It's original, like with multiple O's. <laughs> right. It was the the group with um Ed Love, uh, Dr. Dre, like the other Dr. Dre. Original concept. Whew. Isn't it weird that there was never beef that they were both Dr. Dre? I always thought that was kind of crazy. There might have been beef. Who knows? Well, there was—I should say—there wasn't a diss track. There wasn't like a documented beef. Like even in like nothing but a G thing, when they were just shitting all over other MCs, right, he didn't right. even throw a casual well, to be like, my man "And I'm a, the real Dr. Dre." He had like a—he had a UMTV raps. He was still trying to get uh, MTV money, maybe. He might have been. Good point. It didn't stop MTV from playing it. That's a good point too. Yeah, that's fair. We could listen to some ASMR videos if you want. No, I'm cool with that. Dude, that blew my mind though. I'm not gonna lie, was that Did you I have you to heard of that today? Before? Did you hear of it did you hear of it before last Thursday? I had not, no. I I had heard the um abbreviation or the acronym I should say, but I didn't know what it was or I still don't know what it means. I know what it is now. Right. I thought it meant all sales make revenue. Like I thought it was like some like catchy thing that people that watch like Glenn Gary get Glenn Ross all the time say they're like <laughs> ASMR motherfucker. <laughs> It's like, the, for it's, like the, it's like the white people version of like get rich or die trying. <laughs> That's dope. Truly bizarre. It was really bizarre. I had my mind blown. So then we, I was listening to the episode, mm-hmm. right? Which dropped today, yesterday, but I listened to it today. No, we posted it today, actually. So uh, I was checking it out. And then we got to that scene, and I was walking, and I felt a little tingle. <laughs> I think I'm in the group of people you were like, that can get loose off it. You were like uh, Costanza getting a massage from a man, is what you're saying. And it, yes, exactly. And it was the weird one. It was the Pad Thai one. Like I really felt it when she got to something crunchy. I feel like it was just like a big bite of bean sprouts <laughs> or something. <laughs> I just can't be with you on that, but I I appreciate it. Yeah, it didn't do much, didn't do anything for me, but make me laugh. But more power to you. Apparently, you have got now a wellspring of material online for you to there's choose. There's a tremendous. There is amount. a tremendous amount of material online. This I can't even compare that to anything. This is like it's a new thing. Someone who someone who discovers that rap videos are on YouTube. He's just like, <laughs> damn, there's a lot of stuff up here. Wait, comedians put things up here too? Holy shit. Right. They put rap videos on YouTube? Yeah, it's crazy. I didn't know that. I'm going to have to go watch Son of Berserk. 
just watch the son of berserk don't you know i fell back into the dj vlad wormhole too don't do it and i, I just it just doesn't make me feel good yeah but where did where else do you go and I don't, this is not intended to be an advertisement for chrome bills but like where else do you go because i i love drink champs and i watch all the drink champs but god damn if they're not frustrating like i almost have to just be so wrecked mm-hmm. in order to enjoy it maybe that's the target audience uh there's 24 7 hiphop.com is a good one they have some really good interviews i mean it's, I, it's, it's videos or it's a podcast uh it is videos 24 7 i think it's 24 7 hip-hop mm, that's definitely not it i'll i'll find it <laughs> let me just plug somebody else <laughs> i'm about to open 24 7 hip-hop.com bills you know when you want the best information you chrome probably bills. should come to chrome bills i mean sway sway's got his place you know there's a lot of good oh, episodes on, on sway and i mean the vlad ones like i watched probably 30 minutes of a droog interview that i thought that was really dope that vlad had all there how do you feel about the new droog record andy uh have listened to one song on it so uh that's gonna be added to the list I haven't gone back to it because I was so overwhelmed the first time I heard it. You were overwhelmed or underwhelmed? I was overwhelmed by that record. It is just fucking bars for days. Chuck and I talked about this. This was after the podcast, I think. I think it was, yeah, because I remember talking to Moses about it. I think I was was a little faded, but I think I was like, this guy's like the new Big L. Like, it's just punchline after punchline. Okay. There's like a nerdy dude on YouTube that interviews uh rap albums. He kind of looks like Quell. And Drew got really upset that the dude gave him a 7 out of 10. Really? And then like put him on blast that the the guy in a DM was like, "I'm not even hating. I think this is your best record." Like I thought that when you said like I'm older and smarter, this is me at my best. Like that was a really true statement. And he's like, "Fuck off. That's a big L line." <laughs> <laughs> like it's a throwback how are you a fucking reviewer and you don't know that he put that up on on twitter or something yeah yeah he went he kind of went deep i don't know how much of it stayed up but is he, it the guy anthony went, um ferrano or something yeah like that. something, something like that yep but when i went in i of course you know i turned into the skid in moments like this and i'm like hey i like drama i want to fucking right. unpack this a little bit right and i went and i was like yo i've definitely seen this guy review records before mm-hmm. and then my my take was maybe like a Milo record or, you know, yeah. I probably watched anyone that reviewed the, the LaRange jump with the, what is the one I love? I'm not drawing a blank on that. The one that dropped last year with, oh, with the uh, Salam Brigman. Yeah. If that's correct. Yeah. And did he have a similar rough. take? You were like, Oh, I agree with everything this guy says. Marlo. That's the record. Marlo. Like, oh, yeah. Marlo. The Marlo joint was tight. The Marlo Jones fire. Um, I mean, I think the dude is, you know, it's tough for me to criticize too much because I don't want to ignore, like, I'm not in some sort of similar box of critiquing people's music. And obviously people that make the music, if you don't say it's the best thing I've ever heard, yep. they're going to be like, what the fuck? Fuck you. And then if you do, they're going to be like, get off the dick. So, like, I totally understand that it's a lose-lose situation Yeah. when it comes to the actual person, if anyone hears you talking about that record when they're not around. Um, right. 
one of the things he said early that I do agree with is it's this idea of the very spaced out sounds in the new New York rap kind of allowing people to be at the forefront with lyricism, mm. which the, the Drew record, there's not many beats on there that for me, I'd be like, I got to get the instrumental of this. Yep. It's more stuff where I'm like, oh, you fucking came off on that. Holy shit. Yeah, I would say the, the, the lyricism definitely outshines the production on that record. And you, you think that's by design? I think ah. so. I think it's by design. Ah. Yeah. They're, yeah, they're I, can bars I can understand. I could understand a seven out of ten. Like, like that's not a that's not a bad score. Whatever. It's not, not a man. diss, right? Not. I mean, if if you ended your life and you did seven out of ten, that was your average. You're at seventy percent for your life. That's, I mean, <laughs> that's a solid life. Thank you. You're, you're straight. Yeah. There's like other than maybe uh, place kickers. There's like most things where if you're seven out of ten, you're excelling. Yeah. Right, you're an NFL quarterback, and you're seven out of ten. You're straight. Yeah, you're at the free throw line. You're you're good. Ah, uh, actually, seventy. That's okay. That's another one. Seventy percent free throw shooter isn't that great. No, or I wouldn't say that that's that great. But I feel like in college it'll pass. In the pros, it's not cutting up. Yeah, you got to have a couple other really legit skills. But uh, the point still remains: most things in life, seven out of ten is fucking fantastic. Uh. All right, how many? What's what's Droog's most listened to song on Spotify? Bangladesh. It's got to be. I would think so too. Damn, you guys are both correct. Damn near. I I guess here's an interesting question. Where do you eight hundred thousand? Where do you rate this record next to Pax though? Oh, just one listen. Because I feel like Pax is a great album. Yeah, that's a tough one. I'd put it as neck and neck at this point because there are like really standout tracks on packs bangladesh the joint with um idan and wiki the, the U- grandma hip joint the with grandma Brown. hips one is crazy yeah so there are there are some some standout tracks on packs that i don't know give me like 15 seconds of grandma hips just so I can get loose over here. Boom. Walk, walk, frog horn, leg horn. Come Halloween, I'm the wrong one to egg on. For Megatron, Lems, Harmon, and Muhammad, looks far from PC. I love this beat. There's a lot going on in this beat. It'll be next to Grim. Yo. And then I feel like they dropped a, a video off the new album for a song that's not on the album. They did the joint where like Pharaoh's driving the bus. Uh, cheese. He's on the, yeah, cheese, and he's on the. Why wasn't he's that like on, walking on the subways? Why yeah. wasn't that on the album? I know I went hunting for it. That's going to be a, that's going to be a burning question. That's a fire track right there. Maybe that'll be your that'll be your it. rap homework, Andy. Is you got to check out cheese. I will, but would you guys think I was crazy if I told you that my favorite record of his was the first one when nobody knew who he was and the anticipation mixed with like the vibe of the record? I still that's still my go-to. The EP, yeah. the EP or the LP, the, the Nutty uh, Bars joint. It what it just called your old Drew. It was just I don't know. It had uh, Gunsmoke Cologne on it. It had Nutty Bars, right? It is. Um. I don't know. It's like when he first came out. No it was the, so he did one that was like an eight-song EP, and that was the yeah, one that yeah, got yeah, the, yeah. that got the it buzz. And then he put that out with a bunch of other stuff on it as the first I'm album. About the eight song. Yeah, eight song yeah, one. that shit was fire. Yeah. So that's probably my favorite. His I'm regretting song. not purchasing that record. Actually, now that I think about it. Yep. 
I mean, I think I downloaded it when it came out, but I didn't buy it either. Right. Chuck went to the show. I did. I was at yeah, the first show ever. I saw him. He was stars up in the house Prime, too. When Prime was on tour for their first record, so I saw him down in, in Baltimore. Yep. Yeah, I remember a friend of the show, Barton, told me about that, and said he was like, "Yo, dude came out and stood next to me in the crowd," and I was like, "Wait, is this motherfucker like six four? Yeah, he's tall. <laughs> he's a big dude. <laughs> Bart's a very big dude. Yeah, and he's like built like no, no." Uh, it's a good one. I miss a lot of good shows. You going to uh, the Jizza joint? Yeah. You you in? I oh, know. You got to decorate. You got more wine glasses to hang on. You have more chalices to hang from the ceiling. Yo, you let go. My so man's hanging cups call, from the ceiling back here. I want to call my, my new crib the Chalice Palace. What do you think about that? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it. Ch- Yo, I actually my next beer I should drink out of a chalice. Are you playing cornhole in your living room? Is that what's going on there too? No, my realtor gave me that, which is actually pretty dope. Like, That's a dope gift, hell yeah. Yeah, so look, so they gave me the the first joint. Okay. It's slop. It's got like the microphone and shit. What? Oh damn. And then the next one. I mean the next one it makes my heart break a little, but you know what? We did draft well, so Oh yeah, the Redskins jump. Oh, that's pretty tight. All right. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure if realtors are supposed to give you gifts, if that's like a thing. No, they definitely are. They make oh, a lot yeah, of money off of you. Gifts. Yeah, for sure. How do you feel about Redskins draft? Can we, we do sports talk for 10 minutes? Yeah, I mean... Because wasn't a draft... The draft was this past weekend, correct? It was this past weekend. I mean, what do I know? I don't know much, but I know that I liked all the picks from what little I did know, and it seems like universally people are saying we had a good draft which obviously means we're gonna fuck something up or somebody's legs gonna explode tomorrow but on paper great job now it seems like the redskins and the giants got kind of intertwined in some headlines right with taskins like the giants clearly passed on haskins yeah to get my man from uh duke yeah i I just feel like i I was torn because i i wanted haskins but i more importantly wanted them to leave the first round with a quarterback so, like, for every Giants fan that's having a fucking meltdown, I'm like, do you know how you'd feel right now if they had drafted, like, an O-lineman and a D-lineman in the first round and then a wide receiver in the second round? You'd be flipping the fuck out. Which they could have. Oh, which was very, very possible to do. Right. I mean, but here's the thing, right? Devil's advocate is if you draft the wrong quarterback, what does it matter if you draft the quarterback at all? But I think that I just have to say I can't get pissed now. Like, I got to wait and see – if they made the wrong pick the guy could be the truth whoever just did their homework better you know the weird thing is it to me it showed how far the giants organization still is up of like the manning family's uh facts yeah Yeah. facts that how far they are of the manning family's facts where you have some guy who's like been connected to archie manning since before he went to college i have a i have a suspicion that he might be like is a child of a mistress and then they're like they were like yo you can just get this dude take saquon barkley we'll get him next year when he comes out it's just basically like 30 years in a row of having eli manning is it it's a cover-up for a for some sort of love child like he would always go to camp with archie you know like going all the way back to like i think it was like senior year of high school freshman year of college he would always go to these camps with archie huh. uh these little like weekend camps and like Eli would be there you know it would just happen to be Father's Day weekend and they'd just be throwing the ball around and then wow look at that we ended up drafting him a he's couple a, years later how does lo- that work he's out? a love child <laughs> hmm. 
But all jokes aside, I mean, Andy, to your point, if you whiff on it and it's the wrong pick, then it doesn't matter. But there's no pick worse than being like, we should continue to roll with the 40-year-old dude. I mean, but didn't your general manager and coach basically say that they think he they're going to let him compete with Eli? But, I mean, it sounds like they're giving Eli the starting spot, and that guy is a turd. Oh, right? well, that's easy because they can just – they got a bye week at week nine. They can be like, look, dude, if we're not 6-2, and two, you're getting canned. Right. It's like a very easy conversation to have. Okay. What do you think about the uh, Odell trade? Like, I don't think Haskins is starting day one either, right? No. Um, I mean, basically, it's him or Case Keenum. So, I mean, I- I'm in the same boat. I think Case probably starts until the bye week, and then you just make the transition. Because I don't think the Redskins are going to be that good this year. So, I actually think it's a good position for organizations to put in when you're not necessarily, like, immediately competing for a Super Bowl. Yes. Like, go with the guy because you can't, you know, if you go the other way that – you start two and two and people start thinking you got a chance and they're like yo this dude you know we should go with the the guy on the bench like you set it up in a way where like when he gets benched that's it you know that's mm-hmm. it it's either like we go on a run or we're rebuilding right right yeah. so you go you hit the break at you know let's say it's you're fucking three and four and you're like all right play the kid right we could get in a nine and seven like he's got he's got the world in his hands and if not you know we'll just see where we're at next year and this guy'll have like Nine games under his belt. It's kind of like a business model, though, as well, right? If you're having a shitty season, come come game, come week nine or week ten, you just like boom, put in the rookie, and now you got you got your numbers back up, right? People tune in, people come to the game just to watch. People watch. write about it, and yeah, they want to see the guy. It. You Is get this the bus. Be the guy. It's a business model. You get a new coach, you get a new quarterback, you rotate them. You, you get people excited about whatever you have going on. Yeah. No, it makes sense. I mean, I guess that would mean potentially smart move for both our teams. I don't know. I'm not excited about NFL anymore. I don't know. Maybe. No, me neither. I I didn't watch a lot of games this year. It was kind of awesome. Yeah. And both of you guys stopped doing fantasy, right? Are you both out? I'm out. I'm out. I stopped with fantasy as well. Yeah. Not crazy. Is that crazy? I, I don't know, dude. You're doing the you're uh, um, commissioning a league still, right? Yeah. Okay. I don't want any part of that, man. Yeah, I mean it sucks, but I do it. You know. <laughs> you do it for the love of the game. No, I do. You know, you stay connected with people. Like the people that you know, as you get older and you, everyone moves to other. Maybe that's my nostalgia of of living in a different city than I grew up in. Yeah. Is that I'm like I'll keep this going because I know at least on the draft night I'm be shooting the shit with everybody and then when I play them head to head I'd be hitting them up you know it'd be I very think we easy. Need, I think we need to come up with the fantasy hip hop album league or something. I don't know how it I don't know how it's gonna work just yet. I was gonna say I'm all ears. What were yeah. you? What were we doing, dude? It was late after the last episode. Steve and I stayed up fucking late, and I think we were doing. What's the best random track off an album? Yeah, we were going. Do you remember that? And you were picking weird shit because it was I stuff I don't f- think of you liking. You're like, you're like, yo, what's the best random track off this Fuji's record? And I was like, Cowboys. And you played it. Yeah, like, Cowboys. Yo, this got fire actually. Cowboys <laughs> oh, is the heater. Yeah. Well, I or feel like the one. The what's the Diamond one? D produced was dope too. That's a random one. I don't know, remember which one that was. Huh? Is that he also the pace one? On is that? 
Damn, that's good. I enjoy random categories like that. So how about the How about one. the Bush Babies album? Ooh, I mean, Love Green Song is obviously the only one I can Which immediately one? remember. Which one? Love Song. Love Song with oh, most. I, I mean, that's the jam for Lo- sure. Okay, but Love Song was the second. Was the wasn't the first one? That was the second album. Oh yeah, I'm talking about the second one. I'm talking I'm about the first one. I, I wasn't hip to their first album. What? I, I second one. Okay, yeah. here we go. Now we're now we're talking. All right. You remember We Run Things, right? Everybody knows that one, right? I do know that one, but past that, I don't know. Was this Hip Hop Hooray before Hip Hop Hooray? Hmm. It feels that way. Hip Hop Hooray. Oh. Did you have this record? 94. I think this is my freshman year. I bought this I didn't record. Have you didn't have this one? No, I, I got hit to the second one. And I don't think I even ever went back and listened to See, the I miss one. I miss rap groups that had like one guy who was, you know, had the Jamaican stylings. Yeah. Yo, Mr. Man was kind of dope, though. Yeah. Like, I always was... I mean, because he crushed on, uh, what, Fortified Live, right? He crushed on Fortified Live. Crushed that. Cut there's pro- there's probably... There's probably, like, a Mr. Man unreleased album that's, like, from, like, 1997 that's phenomenal that we just haven't heard yet. I'm, I'm here for that. In case Mr. Man is listening, Mr. Uh, Man. he probably is a Chrome billionaire, if I had to guess. So For sure. Let's release that. Is there another Mr. Man? Huh, let's see here. Sorry, I'm scrolling through Spotify. There's another guy named Mr. Man. Mm. Mm. He's whack. Mm. I don't even need to hear him. Whack. Come on, man. Like, how are you going to be another Mr. Man? It's weak. All right, here's uh, Bush Baby's intro song off the, the, the first song after the intro. That's what I always call the opening track. Sometimes I get so wild. Yeah, I don't, I don't. Have you ever kicked a uh, like a ragamuffin style on any of your your raps before? No, I don't. I, I don't think I could get through without laughing. <laughs> you know, it's like why even try? Bit of bit of boat to the baseline. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go. Random songs, random good songs off of forgotten records. All right. I want to go Grand Pooba 2000. You know, what's so crazy is that I'm looking at Grand Pooba's. Um, that's what I'm on Spotify right now, Chuck. Are you really? I am. That's I want so- to go play it cool. Ooh. That's near the end, right? I love those drums. The drums are amazing on this song. Play it cool and move slow. That's crazy. That almost sounds like Anderson Pack. Wow. A little bit. He should do a cover of this. He comes in at the. He came in off beat. He came. <laughs> no, no, no. He, he didn't come in off beat. He came in like at a place you weren't expecting him. Maybe that's what it is. He came in on like the three. Yeah. What is this <laughs> first line? Hold up. Let's hear his opening line.
I mean, he's kind of dropping gems. Yeah. Wow. All I hear is scratch choruses right now, Chuck. Oh, for sure. Yo, hit my man with some fried fish. (laughs) Yo, so in the same vein, Brand Nubian Foundation. Okay. There's some joints on there, right? Ooh. Okay. I, mean, I feel like uh, don't let it go to your head would be the easy one, but I feel like the return the is return, actually the joint yeah, on there, right? The return. the return is the joint. That, that uh, foundation. Okay. About the gym playlist earlier. That's on the gym playlist for sure. Oh, this is, this is premiere shit. Yeah. Yeah, this is the joint for me. See with the Bobito whistle. <laughs> What's crazy? There's a Loon song on this album. You guys remember Loonies? Loon? Remember Loon? Oh, the Loonies. Do you remember Loon? I do. There's a Loon record. Hold up, this one. This has a What was the first song that you said? It was 4321? Yeah, there's definitely that in there. I feel like a lot of the yeah. mystical songs had that. Yeah. Is it a sample or like a just a program? I, I think it's no, like it's a, it's a sample. It's like a fucking um what do people used to wash their clothes on? A washboard. Yeah, there's just like a that's just like a washboard noise. My abs. Ayo. Hey. Like a lot of the Buster Rhyme songs had that on them for a little while. Oh yeah, that's you definitely know? if you feel it. If you feel it in your body, sugar stink, and, it, and obviously the. Uh, what is? Why am I thinking of that? What was the song with like the? Which is No, I'm trying to get away from the red man one. What was the one with the crazy video? He had put your hands where my eyes can see. Yeah, put your hands where my eyes can see. That. Yep. That joint with red. Oh, that's so killer. I remember when when DJ Rag, uh, not DJ Rags. Uh, what is this dude's name? Fuck. Yeah, listen, listen, listen. Oh, DJ Rags. DJ Roz was doing hip hop karaoke down at Bohemian Caverns. Yeah, and I was gonna show up and just murder the Red Man Busta because I felt like that was the only song like if you were going to show up and just be just a you know a white backpack rap dude uh-huh. like you gotta come hard or go home right. and i was like that's the one where people would be like spark the l what up dog what's the deal certified yeah. <laughs> jumping out planes doc's the name you said you did that one or you did not do it no no that was always the i moved before i did it oh making you should have uh, hit him with over the here making excuses <laughs> making excuses <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah, whack. what does extra post stand for uh, I'm, I'm not gonna. Knock, I'm not. I'm knocking some, somebody right the fuck, fuck out. out. 
nice nice job fellas yeah. nice job yeah so the fir- i saw him do that song live like right after the record came out a buddy of mine used to dj in baltimore and he got us free like front front row spots it was mob deep Lil kim uh red man somebody else and then pharaoh came out it was right when pharaoh dropped Simon crazy. says and, like he was randomly there crazy and uh when they did that song so i was like i don't know 17 or 18 at the time and he had like he was like all oh, the fly bitches get on stage i mean you can just picture this and like yeah. eight or nine girls got on stage he was like all right and it was like shake stinking ass he was like show me your titties and i remember like they all took their shirts off and like teenage me thought that was the greatest thing i'd ever seen in my life <laughs> <laughs> i think that's one of the reasons red man's been firmly in my top five since then hashtag teenage me saying that out loud it, it, it all makes sense <laughs> I mean, people sleep, though, because you know how there's, like, this... Can people bring the intensity of the record to the stage? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Right? For the hype rappers, that's always the question. You know, yep. for the man who said, must we forget, I originated all that wow shit, wow shit. that row row shit, that yeah. jump up and ready to fuck shit up now shit. Like, he was... In his mind, he was the guy. And he's yep. certainly one of the guys, yep. right? And in terms of bringing that energy... But still being lyrically sharp, he's number one for me. Because I've mm-hmm. seen him live, and he comes out, and you're like, first three lines, first verse, you're like, oh, it's going to be a good night. Agreed. It's yeah. going to be a good night. Yeah, we just played with him and uh, Method Man like two months ago. How do we they forget this? It. Exactly. We haven't even actually done an interview tonight, Steve. We're fucking went right into hangout mode. So I want to hear about this show. Oh, it was dope, man. It was, uh, I mean, they crushed it. It you know it ran over as hip-hop shows tend to do so we didn't play as long as we wanted to but i mean that didn't really matter it was more obviously to go see them but they crushed it man they came out and did all the classics i mean i don't really know how to better sum it up than that they did everything you'd want to see yeah a couple album cuts he did pick it up over like a different beat i don't know what beat it was mm. and you're like halfway through the verse i'm like i know all these words what is this and i'm like oh shit let's pick it up <laughs> um no they crushed it man i thought I thought for the first time, though, Redman looked a little tired for the first time ever. But, I mean, that dude is – I'm not mad at him. It was, like, 2.13 at night, and they hadn't cut him off yet. So He's going hard. That guy's – All energy, man. Ten, all all energy. energy. He's probably 10 years older than we are, maybe. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think he's older than that. I think Redman's way older than we think he is. Yeah. Like, way older. You put him way over 50 or just barely over 50? I feel like when uh, Juan Epstein was still on and they interviewed him, I feel like he said he was like 47, like seven years ago. Because <laughs> I remember insane. like literally like calling one of my boys and be like, yo, do you know Redman is X years old? And uh-huh. we were all like, what the fuck? Right. So I'm going to say north of 50, but yeah, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I made that up. That is a good drink, champs. Of all the ones, I mean, obviously the tribe one to me is the ultimate classic, but the yeah. one with Reggie is nice. Is not the one one. is the tribe one with Fife or not with Fife? Not with Fife, but okay. it's like they're actually at Nori's house, okay, or like apartment or condo or whatever, and it's with <clears throat> Q-Tip, Jerobi, Busta, and Consequence. Wow. Okay. So it's more in the true spirit too, where it's like a yeah, bunch of dope. people getting fucked up, right? 
Well, I think they've kind of tamed down. Like everyone's still getting hammered, but these are back in the like forcing shots on people days. Consequences like drinking champ. He has his own champagne bottle that he's just sipping out the bottle. You know, it's like back when the true spirit of the show. Like let's just get hammered. Everybody's getting hammered. Yeah, yeah. It's been a. It's been like at least six months since I watched one. I feel like. I never watched them. I just always listen to the podcast. I've never actually. Well, same difference. I, I mean, I, I, thing, yeah. you're not I, missing I, anything by. I didn't think I was. Yeah, but... you're not missing anything by not watching it per se. Can you tell me what Nori says when he opens the show? Uh, what is he saying? Saying, "I'm just a boy." Hello. Right. Uh, what is what is he saying? Can somebody tell me what he's saying? I mean, does he know? <laughs> I've just always wondered what he's saying. I don't know. Sadate. You... He's saying sadate. Sadate. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, to I just know we'll give them their their uh, flowers, them when, flowers they when they can smell, smell them. them, right? Yeah, that's and that's their a, trees when they can inhale them, right? That's that's a constant theme. I appreciate that a lot, though. Yeah, I'm cool with that. You know what? You sent us some music. Let's listen to some. Let's listen to some new shit from you. Yeah, I want to segue into that because I know the, the opening up for Red and Meth that was a Grilled Lincoln show. Yeah, that was a Grilled Lincoln show. But I know you got some other things in the chamber. I'd like the to play get on, I'd like to play get on up if you if you don't mind. No, that's that's dope. That's the one I would have uh thought would have been the move. Cool. And who else is in this group? This is Marty on drums, right? Yes, yeah, so no? this is Marty Bouchard on drums. Uh Marty plays for high hands locally. But Marty actually uh you guys know Curtis Mayfield in the impressions, correct? Yep. Absolutely. So Marty plays with the impressions. They still play. He just went to Japan playing with them. That's um, insane. Yeah, Mike McHenry's on guitar and vocals. Mike's a legend. Mike used to play for played for Latoya Jackson back in the day. Wow. Uh, he also, I feel like he may have played with some version of Parliament at some point in the day. I may be making that up, though, so don't quote me on that one. Okay. And, and then, I always uh, have to give a big shout-out. I know I've said it on the show before, but that, I mean, the very, very infant days of me rapping was uh, – you know, other than people's backyards, but the first times like rhyming with Mike's and rocking was with uh, Marty and his brother Eric had the spot, and Eric uh, lived next door to me. In uh, I lived in a Knox box at University of Maryland. Yeah, and we'd go over there, and he played bass. Marty played drums. There'd usually be one or two other musicians, and there'd be other rappers over there. I actually remember going there with Stan Ipkiss one time and we would just freestyle or kick writtens or whatever but just sort of jam uh and that was back when marty was rhyming a lot too i remember yeah uh and we would rock and i i still uh you know i look at that as as one of the very like important stepping stones in in me even being here today and i, I know i've said that to him offline and and on air but i always want to shout it out that you know much respect i have a ton of respect for that dude and i've can't think of anyone I've really been much happier for to see how their career turned out. So, you know, much respect. Yeah, big shout out to Skells. Big shout out. And then uh, Ben Gilbert on the bass. And Ben, you know Ben since Written Prism's days. He was our bass player. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So this is so get, yeah. on, get On Up by Duns and Drummers. Should sound clean, by the way. Clean. 
It's the Duns and the Drummer, here to bring the thunder Colder than the winter, but we hotter than the summer The vibe gets a hold of you, and it controls you too Put your hands up like I told you to Writing rhymes, sipping on a colder brew Ice cold, so we froze your crew Into diamond stones, you know the rhyme is known To leave your minds all blown, we got the game all sewn We are not in the same league, I don't fight clowns I'm nice with the words, I don't write down My squad's in your world, got the game tight sound Too much funk on the stage, knock your lights out Make your night darker, MVP status in the DMV Similar to Bryce Harper You think you're hitting hard, well the Dunn's hitting harder Vets in the game, the son, you're just a starter I can tell you that we dope, the music gon' prove it I tell you keep your cool, I know you're gon' lose it You know the band's tight, yeah you know the music's fluid I tell you get up The bass, the funk, the solid foundation We in your atmosphere and the sound is vibration Shake your low end to my main man Ben Understand what he's saying without the use of a pen Oh yes, it's us again, we never give up I'm just grooving to the vibe of my man's pickup I ain't talking about a truck, talking technical terms Let's turn it on the stage and make the whole crowd burn Let's turn your attention to the man behind the kit That's my done skill, and he stays killing it With the kick, snare, kick to high hat Skilled in the trade at our old boot back He's nice and all that, push the groove real far Plus my man Mike, slaying on the guitar The funk is flames, it ain't gon' be the same Yo, the game has changed, taking out your lanes I can tell you that we do the music gon' prove it I tell you, keep it cool, I know you gon' lose it You know the band's tight, yeah, it's fluid I tell you, get up, get on up I can tell you that we do the music gon' prove it I tell you, keep it cool, I know you gon' lose it You know the band's tight, yeah, it's fluid I tell you, get up, come on, come on so often yep. especially with a bunch of players right because I feel like that sounds like a band that reminds me of, of uh, the, like the band I've been navigating in particular but 
just in any of those situations, even going back to the old school days where people are just in it for the fun of doing it or for the fact that there's something inside of them that makes them want to flex the craft. So the getting together and the creating and the recording and all that, no, no trouble getting anybody together. Yo, you need to be here Tuesday. We're going to practice. You need to be here Thursday. Like once the shit's done, everybody's just looking around like, so who's taking this from here? Like, I feel like bands like that need managers, you know, it's, it's true. Unless somebody in the group is going to pick it up and do it. It just seems like one of those things where you got a ton of fucking talented people and they're like, I mean, if we got a gig next Friday, I'll be there. We can even practice Thursday night. Right. But like, you know, I'm not really focused on to put out whether or not we're like putting this on wax or putting it on SoundCloud or whatever. Right. Do you find it to be a little bit of that scenario or no? Yeah, it's definitely that. And yeah, I mean, essentially in a nutshell, right? You got so many other things going on, full-time bands, full-time lives. But it, I mean, it got recorded. It, it I mean, we yeah. should just put it out. Just put that out. Else. Put that out right now. <laughs> But it was probably recorded in the frame of like, of course, we're going to record this. We've been playing it, you know, like sometimes you don't even get to that level of like, what's the plan for this? Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, literally, it basically just needs artwork to go on Spotify. I'm ready to draw a picture and just say that's the artwork. Let's go. (laughs) I feel like your dog could be the cover. Yeah, totally. Right. I mean, I feel like you should. (laughs) But yeah, it's. uh, I mean, it's dope. It's um. I like it. I'm going to send it to you guys. So you guys have it. If nothing else, you all have it. Yeah, we got it. It's, yeah, it's, been, immo- it's, been, it's been immortalized on Chrome Bills now. Yep. You sent me four joints. I liked it. I think you guys, there was actually one, uh, it was probably not better for the, uh, just on time for the podcast, but the, the longest one, it was like the seven minute joint. I was yeah, locked in on, man. Yeah, that was nice, man. Uh, yeah, that was really live, nice. That one, that one crushed. That was one That's exactly crazy. what I thought too. I was like, yo, this is a song that like was recorded to memorialize what you've been doing live because every time you do it live it fucking kills yeah mm. yeah you are correct you are correct what are we what are we drinking on what are, what are we drinking on i had a crown and coke okay i could have another one okay if you guys i'm on the i'm on the vodka soda are we I've on the hard got... are we still on the hard stop or no I've got a uh, oh for me uh I mean not hard hard. <laughs> let's, let's yeah, call I'm, it. I'm a f- I can probably do a few minutes past his hard stop. As well. Let's call it eleven fifteen. It's ten forty five. Right right, I'm gonna go mix a drink. Do you guys want to talk? Are you willing to play a song or what? We can chop it up. We can hold it yeah. down. All right, you guys hold it down. Then I'll be right back. I mean, the first time I heard this guy talk, I figured he was coming for my spot on Chrome Bills. Hey. So I know I know we can hold it down. Hey hey. No, just I, I was like, this motherfucker's got a radio voice. I gotta watch my back. I'm all the way up in New York. That's right. <laughs> you were over at the spot. That's back in the old, the old Chrome Builds days of everyone being together except for me. So I'd be like, yo, what's going on over here? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I, I laid off. I just, you know, I thought that you know, I let you have Chrome Builds. <laughs> I appreciate that. You know, <laughs> we all pick our spots. That's right. That's right. Um, so how much are you guys gigging in terms of Duns and Drummers? Are you guys playing a lot now? Or? We haven't gigged this year. We, we're cutting it back big time. I'm trying to get, I mean, Mike and Marty just play all the time. Ben and I don't play that often. Um, so we're just trying to figure that out. Like even a couple times a year would be cool with me. Grilled Lincolns are gigging once every other month, give or take. So I You guys playing mainly Annapolis and then grabbing like the shows in Baltimore? Baltimore and like little yeah. one-off festivals and stuff. 
So that's yeah. pretty. That's pretty dope. What are you up to? Avid Gamblers is. Uh, you said your somebody moved or did something, right? Yeah, drummer drummer moved. So we're not. Uh, you know, I don't have anything active in the pipeline. I mean, we're still working on music, of course, right? Because that's that's just some whole other aspect of it of like sharing beats back and forth. And what what we've kind of started doing was uh, the drummer will make you know he'll make a beat and then he'll just sort of program it together using samples or or sounds or whatever knowing we would play it live when we got to it but at least allowed me to lay out a song or some structure okay and uh and go from there so we got a couple things in the chamber in regards to that but uh you know up here it was it was when we were all here it was easy to get a gig but at the same time if you're doing the if you're doing the show on a friday night for like 80 people it's tough to tell someone like you should come up and make like a six hour drive and do the show right. and then so you know it gets, is, that, it, is, that, is that how far away he moves? Six hours? Yeah, he moves six hours away. So it, it, it gets a little tough, but you know, everybody's got to do what they got to do outside of their life. And did and I know for for, for Ben south? in particular, I know that he moved, he went south. He went to uh, to James to Madison. So, oh, so, I mean, we should we could do a gig together down here. He's got to drive two hours. I mean, dude, if you want to do an a Gamblers gig in Annapolis, you just need to give us two weeks notice and we'll be there. And I feel like we we were in the in the zone where it's probably where you guys were when you were doing a lot of the stuff. Is that we were playing every week for hours and hours and just jamming and doing songs and all that stuff. Where it's like riding a bike, you know, when it comes to to pulling the old stuff up, right? Uh, but you know, you, you, I, I look at it like we're all we're all creators, and you just get put in different situations and you try and attack it that way, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't think I don't think any of us are capable of sitting still. You know, we wouldn't we wouldn't have got to where we are if like we didn't just have an itch to make something to create. You know, yeah. we we all have our spots. Some people want to be alone. Some people want to be in groups. But ultimately, you you find yourself in situations where you want to create, and you want to be around creators. Oh, the creators back. Speaking of creations and creators, <laughs> Steve Bill sent me some heat. Hell yeah, dude. Ooh, what'd I'm you excited. send Slop? Oh, you sent me the one you I sent, sent Slop. You should play I, that real quick. You're the only, yeah, you're the only person I said that to, just so. Slop, you don't think I'm sharing this with everybody, but. No, that's cool. I, I see how it is. No, he sent me, you know, I just Steve and I are working one. on a little project that's like three tracks in right now, four tracks in right now, maybe. A little something light, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Light work. <laughs> this is, uh, yeah, this is it. Chrome Bills episode one fifty five. CLV. Do you have any you CLV? Do you have anything written to this yet or no? I got a couple things I'm tossing around. All right. In the midst of personal stuff. Some it seemed like a really good beat for you vibe. You know what I mean? It seemed like a really good beat for you. Slop in California. I feel like this song's called like Weekend Getaway. It's just like, yo, I left it all behind me just for a little bit. You know, and then by the end of the last verse, you had to come back to it. But Don't say the car is topless. Say the titties is out. Yeah. 
Lo and behold, I'm going for gold, going for silver. High ho silver, I might kill you. I might riddle you a riddle. In the middle of Little Italy, literally flipping a verse from another man. I'm here to stand like I'm Pakistan. Or stand like Eminem was. I like an Eminem, give it to my cuz, because I'm rapping silly. This is three times I said I rap and I said I never rap no more. I'm not fucking whack like Macklemore. I smack ya. Oh, no diss. It just rhyme well. I excel till I prevail like NAS Nas. I try to improvise. Yo, I'm hotter than hell, me. You can take me on a Crow Bills episode CLV. See me with the smooth, catch me in the groove. This is how I get down to all my dudes. Uh, yeah, after this cast, I might leave. What's going on, Chuck? What's going on, Steve? What's going on, Cole? Taking care of kids. Me, I grab the microphone, taking care of biz. Oh, yeah, it's like that. You know that I ain't new. Because all sales, yo, they make revenue. At least that's what I heard that ASMR <laughs> But I don't wow. know. I got no knock at my door. And even if they knock, yo, they couldn't come in. Me, I sound dope when Steve's drums start drumming. Was that redundant? Don't really know. Still get the place jumping. Dope with the flow, you know. You know. Yo. Even I got 12. Keep it at one level like Moses Rockwell. See me watching on the garage band. Like, how do I make it at one level? Damn. He says, I got a lot of time to listen to music because I work with my hands. Uh. Is it union or non union or open shop? I don't give a fuck. Throw the cops off the side of the pier. Drinking a beer and I'm here. Yo, never say that when I'm on Chrome Bills, everything sounds a second late. Uh. That's just the lag time. This is mad rhymes. <laughs> Not saying I had a bad time. <laughs> hey. Just saying that it flatlined. And then the boat capsized. And people are like, who the fuck is that guy? Woo. Well done. This Hell is the yeah. reason why we got to get Slop's mic correct. Hey. You know, the the computer mic ain't, is not cutting it for freestyle. Computer mic's not cutting it on the nah. freestyle for sure. But look, you know what? Steve. That's all right. It was, it was worth it, you know? Hey, Steve. Yeah. You've uh, you've been reading your podcast books because it's been a long time since you played a song that had a fucking hook. <laughs> <laughs> we stopped playing, uh, yeah. You know, really, since I started just playing my own beats, <laughs> we freestyle. Hey, whatever you got. I'm like, I'm like, fuck it. I'll just play my shit. I don't care. No, it's a smart move. Yeah. Dude, but you got mad heat in the chamber, too. Heat yeah. in the chamber. Hey, heat in the chamber. Heat in the chamber is kind of. Shh. It's called the level, the level up. It is called the level up. Ooh. This is so my Steve, beat. This I went is my, in and I was my like, beat, too. This has got to be your beat, too. <laughs> you got nothing but Steve's beats for the rest of this episode. No, this is, Ladies and gentlemen. This is Jay Dilla. That's why I'm just fucking around. This is Chrome Bills 155. Yeah, yeah. Produced by Steve Bills. Executive produced by the one and only Jay Dilla. Mm, CLV. Yo, I want to go back to something because I wrote a note down. Okay. We were talking about Chuck D. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't want to derail the conversation, but have either of you guys listened to the Chuck D uh it's like a Spotify special on The Clash. No, nope. but I heard it was dope. But he does the narrating of it. Yeah. What? 
I'm it's only on like one episode in right now. Yeah. And it's I think on... it's like six half hour episodes. I don't know Is a ton about the Spotify. I don't know a ton about the Clash either, to be honest. Like I, I've always been fascinated with the song Rock the where... Cash Bar. That's a good one. Just but just from like the science of it, where can you give me a little more information to go on here? It's a what do you it's mean? a it's Chuck D narrating a podcast about the clash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so just do what if you just search the clash? That's what I'm doing. Clash podcast. Oh, right away. Stay free, the story of the clash. Narrated by Chuck D. That's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Can I get like let me just play like 10 seconds of this okay but you know the story like rock the cashbox is obviously an interesting song about the you know the rejection of people going into uh a city in europe whose name i'm going to draw a blank on right now because i'm a fucking moron <laughs> but that by the time the song came out and got popular the band had already broken up nope didn't know any of that also unaware All right, I'll have to check that out. Rock the Casbah. That's some funky piano they got going there. Crazy, right? I feel like my man Sloppy Joe probably knows a lot about the Clash. Oh, yo, yeah. Right? When are you going back on his show? Because you're, yeah, that's fire. Did you you listen to both of them? I listened to like almost all their joints. That's that's. (laughs) Yo, I will say I'm deep in on all. You guys are deep in. Okay, shout out to Sloppy Joe. Fuck yeah! First of all. Yeah, yeah, I First never met all. Sloppy Joe, but uh, huh. big shout out to Sloppy Joe. I feel like how's that I possible? I, I feel like we would probably get along pretty well. I'm pretty yeah, confident. I feel like this kind of was like a I I danced around this accidentally when I said Dr. Dre mm-hmm. and Dr. Dre didn't mm-hmm. have any beef. Is that I, to to know that Big Slop and Sloppy Joe have never met each other? Yeah, that's crazy. I figured you guys knew each other. Nah, that's, that's kind of crazy. He's I the mean, mad we scientist. Met randomly back in the day and didn't know it, but I don't think so. But. He's a super educated one. Yeah, yeah, very educated. <laughs> Actually, he asked me. I, I owe him a drop. I need to do it tonight after this. But uh, I'm wondering why they aren't promoting the Mixcloud if there's like a restriction about that. You know what? You're doing it right now, Sloppy Joe. <laughs> Plug the Mixcloud, bro. That's what my my, my my that's what I'm gonna be like. Yo, you know, whatever station it is in Arlington. W e r a l p. W e r a l p. How many letters? <laughs> That's a lot of letters, right? You expect it to just be four, and then they throw the extra two in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even guess how many letters that was. Yeah, six letters. I don't know. It's that's a long call. That's um, a long, yeah, I was gonna say. I guess it is. Yeah, I gotta go. Imagine I gotta if it was like that number wise. It was like, yo, this is one zero seven six five four point three two. Oh shit! You soft like one zero one point nine. All right, I'm gonna play just a just a quick snippet of the "Stay Free: The Story of the Clash" podcast, just to hear Mr. Chuck. Seven four seven four seven five seven. That doesn't sound like him. Mr. Bill, no, I might jump ahead like two minutes. You playing the intro? Oh, is that what it is? I hope. Well, yeah, the, I mean the first one obviously has to build up. Chuck, hey, Mr. Bill. Yeah, I got you. This time I got the microphone. Hey, what's up? I'm Chuck D. I'm leader and co-founder of the hip-hop group Public Enemy. Okay. But before I this was is very rapper, meta. I was a radio DJ on Long Island, New York. We called it Strong Island. Yeah. With my good friend Bill Stephanie. We called him Mr. Bill. They're totally yanking this. All right. Nope. You think they're going to yank Yo, this episode? I don't think so, man. 
No, but y'all are gonna geek. Y'all are gonna geek when you listen to that first half. Right. I'm excited. I'll, I'll, I'm definitely gonna check that yeah, out. Yeah, I'm excited, man. I good, definitely heard good about looks. it. Good looks. Forgot about it. Yeah, good looks. It is one of those things where I haven't had the conversation where someone came up to me and was like, "Yo, I finished it," and it's crazy. Huh? But there's definitely a lot of people being like, "Check this, check this." I'm in the middle. All right, I'll probably finish it tomorrow. So <laughs> you can get through it because you'll be driving or what? No, so I'm off tomorrow's my last day off because I I moved yesterday, so I took a couple of days off just to get unpacked and everything. So good for you, man. Getting all my stuff straight. You'd be writing verses tomorrow. He will be finishing verses tomorrow. Episode and some verses. Man's gonna be knocking out verses, watching Game of Thrones reruns. I like it. You guys watch Game of Thrones? Yeah. Is that saying something about me? Not me, but you guys should go ahead. No, yeah, I I love it. We don't. Chuck, are you serious? You don't watch Game of Thrones? I don't, but I'm probably a sucker. Okay. You know what I am watching that was crazy? Huh. That also had a fight scene on HBO on Sunday night is fucking Barry. I've heard Barry's crazy. I got to watch that. Too. Barry is the most recent episode of Barry was wild. <laughs> it was wild. I love Bill Hader. You know, I love him. I love him forever. Like he's he's, he's a genius. Yeah, he's a genius. You think about his footprint between, you know, South Park and then his the the roles and characters that he would play in SNL aside from all the writing. Yeah. And then to know that Barry is, you know, a little bit of like his brainchild. And there's definitely episodes that he's the most recent one he wrote and directed. Wow. And obviously is the main character in. And it's just kind of like if I had to give you the elevator pitch, like imagine a comedy that plays to the rules of like a how I met your mother or a Seinfeld mm-hmm. in terms of just like the loops and the throwbacks and all that. But then it's just actually a show about murder. <laughs> but also where a guy's like becoming human yeah like, you know the premise of the show yeah. is like yeah I've watched, I watched the I watched he, almost all of season one so okay yeah so just it continues to build on that same idea okay I love the Ru- I love the Russian hitman like the guy who like is he Russian oh the bald dude the yeah, Chechen dude. dude yeah the Chechen oh, dude yeah. yeah he's the man yeah that guy's hilarious I like the guy who's like from the South American clique who comes out and just starts like quoting very inspirational books in one of the things. He's like, this is just like the talk about in the four agreements. Be impeccable with your words. I never watched it. All right. So we're leaving him out. That's all right. Yeah, He's going I'll, for a I'll walk. Look at my man. He's giving us a tour of the house. Oh, shit. I, I, didn't, I didn't know you guys could see. I was walking. Yeah, we can still see. Yep. Yeah, I got a house, so <laughs> I need a I need a Chrome Bills party. We can do a live podcast. No Dude, I'm in. Hundred percent. Where are you living Let's now? Do, let's get it popping. Where are you living now? Specific uh, street address and zip code, please. Uh, no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that. You, live, you're uh, still in Maryland. I live in the Annapolis area. We'll say that. Maryland, Annapolis. I'm in the Annapolis area. You Tight. can catch me. I think it's strange that there's a rapper named Ball Greasy. What do you guys think? I think I don't know how you got down that wormhole. He was somehow listed as like a feature on like it was like the clash. And then I clicked one thing and then all of a sudden I'm at ball greasy. So he went from the clash to ball greasy. <laughs> two steps, two clicks. And we're sure it's a rapper. I don't know. Good question. All right. Um, the internet I, is a wild place. The internet too. is a wild place. Listen, listen to some ASMR. And uh, we can wrap up the formal edition of Chrome Bills, and then we can move on to uh, 
the informal edition. Word up. CL, CL Smooth. And CLV. CL Smooth and CLV, much appreciated. Thank you for coming on. It's been a good time. Word up. And uh, thanks to everybody who's been uh, tuning in without C's mics. We appreciate you. It's a boost of confidence for those of us who aren't named C's mics. And shout outs to C's mics. <laughs> That's a funny shit. Uh, for real, I think that when Cole comes back, he's going to have to realize that, you know, we're moving at a slightly faster pace. Cole, I hope you're listening. Uh, this is a Tuesday night. We did a two-hour podcast with Moses Rockwell last Thursday. I mean, we are, we are moving. Steve, what's next? You've been scheduling what's all. what's NEXT? Uh, we what's next. What's next? What's NEXT? <laughs> we have uh, my man DJ Cam One coming up next. Then we've Fuck got. Yeah. It'll be the first four time, I believe. Then we oh, have. What? Let's not forget. Uh, we got um, my home girl. She call her home girl, Erica P. I'm excited for this. I feel like that's the first woman guest too. First female by, guest. And by, the say, I, I like that. And by the sense that I say, I feel like I can 100%. It is definitely the the first female guest on Chrome Bills. And we're excited to have her. Uh, shout outs to Suburban Slang Photography and everything else that, that she does for the culture. For the culture. For that's the dope. culture. What up? And then I think, is that it? I don't know. We'll get somebody else. Mm. We'll get them all. You should get Marty. Marty would be dope. He talks a lot. Does we he? should get Marty. That's a good one. Is that typical of a drummer? Did the the drummers talk a lot? I didn't I didn't know that about drummers. Marty talks a lot. Am I are we still on air? I mean, should I tell him to his face? He talks a lot. He knows he all talks right. a lot. Yeah, we'll we'll cut it <laughs> off right here. But thanks for thanks for uh coming <laughs> on, bro. We'll set up your mic next time and uh yeah. Make it happen. We appreciate your time. Oh, I didn't mean uh, I had to let go. I just didn't want to keep talking about how loud yeah, Marty talks. Yeah, don't talk air. shit about Marty. No, it's not talking shit. He talks a lot. Um, but no, he would, be, <laughs> he, would be, he would be dope. He's got some stories and him and Chuck go way back. <laughs> I would like to relive a lot of that because, you know, one of the funny things when you talk to people from back in the day yeah. is that you you both have memories together, but you both remember different things. Yeah. Right. I was just going to say pretty much the same thing. Right. You'd be like, yo, I got two distinct memories with you. Be like me too, and they'd be two different things. This yeah. motherfucker he'd say something like, shirts. He'd say something like, he'd be like, You've been to my house? And I'd be like, dude, every memory I have is rocking at your house. And he'd be like, No, I remember being at your apartment. And we were freestyling on the karaoke machine, you know, or some shit like that. You know, it's just Yeah. Yeah. Nah, he'd be a good he'd be a good dude to have on. All right. Well, in case he leaves all this in, this is Chrome Bills episode. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaving it all in. Why not? CB 155, big slop in the fucking house, wearing that third appearance jacket, that third right. appearance Chrome Bills hoodie with the C over the heart. And Do I get one of those? We lay it down like this. Uh, you know, talk to we'll, my agent, we'll talk to your agent. But in general, <laughs> this is Chrome Bills. Thank you all for staying with us. Thank you all for rocking with us. Always a good time. Peace. Peace.